Michael J. Fox obtains a 70-year-old massa- message. Message from the time Massage. Nerd on. Hello, and welcome to Nerd on the podcast you didn't need but you deserve. Where all levels of nerd are welcome. Yeah, you are. We back. Again. Like the movie. For the third film, for our three-year anniversary, we're going to be talking about Back to the Future 3. Yeah, but before yeah. we get into all that business, we should probably say who the hosts are. I'm Caitlin. And I'm Tom. And I'm Ali. And I'm Corey. And oh. I'm Josh. <laughs> and... This episode is brought to you in part by the members of the Nerdon Nation that is powered by a Patreon. Patreon. As a member and of the Nerdon <laughs> As wow. a member of the Nerdon Nation, you do get fun perks like you get early access to these episodes. You get bonus episodes that nobody else hears. You get discounts on merch, you get early access to merch, you get access to secret channels on our Discord server. It's a it's a lot of fun over there. Um our the Nerdon Nation allows us to keep on growing, keep on Doing the thing, and we appreciate Innovating. you all. Um, Creating. Really do check that out, baby. Nerdon.tv backslash Patreon, and check out that Discord, nerdon.tv backslash Discord. And a huge shout out to our partners in crime, our partners Apogee Electronics and Odyssey Headphones. Uh, they are just- If we're arrested, contact them. Yeah. Wow. Uh, <laughs> wow. Guilty by association. There are emergency contact. They are our emergency contact. <laughs> uh, as you can, if you are watching on YouTube, uh, Tom is showing the beautiful cases that come with both. Uh, they are quality products, Apogee Electronics. Uh, the hype mic is specifically what we are using. It's a wonderful microphone, and I s- highly suggest it for anything if you're going to be creating digital content. Uh, it even plugs into your phone, as Corey pointed out in the last episode. Yeah. So Instagram reels are real hot right now, baby. Yeah. You know we want to get that influencer hype? Yeah. Oh hell yeah. Hell yeah. Hi, 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 hi. Hi, 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 hi. And uh, Odyssey hello, headphones. Hello, hello. Uh, if you want to hear that awesome Instagram reel and TikTok. As <laughs> we have said before, if your ears were mouths, they taste like butter. The sound is nice and smooth. Uh, the human voice just sounds wonderful in it. Anything really sounds wonderful and also, if you if you have sensitive ass ears, mm-hmm. they the fit real nice. They feel real good for you. Right, Ollie? Yes. Good. <laughs> He's just a single. He's like, yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, All headphones aren't great, but these ones are particularly uh, non-disturbing, uh, you know. Wow. What a vague surface yes. level expert. <laughs> <laughs> yes. 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 Uh, but yeah, that is the housekeeping uh, on. And let us go back. Way back. Way back. To, to the, the past. Back. Yeah, back to the past. Four back to the future. Back yeah. in time. I, um, 100 so, years. Um, so excited because I finally get to talk about my theory. Okay, cool. Um, so if you have been keeping up with us um, with our anniversary, you know at the end of this episode, we are going to rate it from zero to five. And uh, that brings us to our first segment right now, which is going to be <gasps> Guess <laughs> That, that Grow. 
It could be Tom, but maybe not. It's Corey, maybe Ollie or Josh. Not me. And there's horses and guns and it's the bus and don't drink alcohol. (laughs) Not bad at all. Um, So uh, if you're you're brand new to the show, um, what are you doing watching, listening to the third episode? But also welcome. Um, (laughs) Wow. So Guess That Grump is customarily part of all of the episodes where we get to rate something that's completed, finished product. Um, Yes, uh, that. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Uh, So we're going to go around the digital screens. You should be watching on YouTube if you aren't. Um, And uh, no matter how high the number is, uh, the lowest one of the group will be the Grump for the week. Yes. So... I will go first Ooh. because I did not change that at all. That's nope. what I wrote on the script, and that's how I meant to say it. <laughs> um, and the grump for this episode will yes. be Corey. <gasps> Corey. Okay. 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 Who next? Kaylin, yeah. Ali, Josh. You know, we this is an audio show, guys. Yeah, I'm gonna go with Josh. it's a lot of thinking. A lot of thinking's happening right I'm now. Just say that. Say now. I, think. <laughs> I instantly regret it, but I'm gonna go with Josh. <laughs> uh, Caitlin. Corey. Okay. And the nerd on nation. Can we talk about that? Let me guess first, though. <laughs> <laughs> I will say. Uh, fuck it. I'll say Ali. Hell yeah. Back to form. I'll take it. Back to form. (laughs) Back to form. So what is the word, the gospel of the patrons? Ah, the the gospel of the patrons. So if you don't know, become a part of the Nerd on Nation and you get to vote on things like who the grump is in our episode. And if you're correct, you get a shout out on the episode. Uh, Having said that, our Nerd on Nation has spoken. Uh, And Ali, they think you are going to be the grump. Okay. 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 Return so, to form and D. Uh, Tom <laughs> with no votes. Yeah. Tom with no votes, which is, I can't believe I'm saying it. I'm going to say it a third time. Tom with no votes. Wow. Uh, then we have Caitlin or Josh, and then it's down to me and Ollie at the end there. Okay. And that's the spread, baby. Place your bets. Let's do it. Can All we just right, say it one so more time? Tom has no votes. Tom has no votes. <laughs> hey. How did that happen? Hey. Hey. What? Hey. hey. Um, so now I... the complete spoiler to that. The first impression. Also, Caitlin and everyone who's like Tom no votes. I I talk about so many faults in movies all the time. I still give it fives. Um. Anyways, so uh, the complete spoiler of that, which is going to be our initial reactions and our first impressions, um, give you a little bit of a sneak peek of what actually our numbers might be. Again, this is spoiler free territory, a spoiler free timeline. Yes. Um. So, um, Josh, go first. Go first. You. Oh, okay. Josh goes first. <laughs> I'm have to because um, I said so. Yeah, because Tom said so, and he has no vote, so it's I gotta do he it. He has the power um, here. <laughs> He's the power. I'm the no vote boy. So, I'm the one who votes. <laughs> until yeah. recently, I thought that I was the only one that liked this one. Like I had heard, I had conversations there, with people of like, "Oh, Back to the Future, Part Three, three. D- 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 easy." Like easy, I think we easy. actually had everyone's a, entitled to their opinion. Well, we've had we had a. <laughs> Well, I, we had a no, past he, episode he where like somebody that. was quite um, <laughs> uh, opinionated off off the microphone about how much they did not like this movie. And I thought that was... I told you that in confidence, you bitch. No. <laughs> no. Um, 
No. <laughs> so, and just uh, conversations with other people. I just thought that I, I was the only person that liked this movie. Uh, I really like this movie. In the um, zeitgeist, it definitely feels like this is the one that everyone, like, this is the redheaded stepchild. But then, like, looking it up, doing my research and all that kind of stuff, seeing that it has a pretty high oh, rating, and I'm like, whoa. So I, I, was living in this, I was living in this ghost world or whatever that, no, people like this movie, and I'm validated. No, uh, yeah. when I first saw it, I... Yeah, we get it. You're George McFly. We get it. <laughs> I really enjoyed this movie, like, because... I like the idea of going back to the West. I thought that that was such a really cool, and I grew up on Westerns, and I it was just such a fun, it was a jaunty romp in a Western world and something that I already love. So like Back to the Future, and then Brief you put it- this brought to you by Josh. <laughs> <laughs> and then you put it in the West. I'm like, I love it. I love mm-hmm. it. I love this movie. Yeah. I mean, he's playing out a fantasy of ours, which is like, or of anyone who's like, not for me. Live in the or and people who like you want to yeah. you want to live in the past. You want to be a cowboy. You want to like be part of that. <laughs> for the other people listening, Tom. For the <laughs> non railroad cowboy, I was sure. going to say for the white people listening. I saw Shanghai Noon. Did you? That seems more realistic. <laughs> Shanghai Moon. Shanghai Moon. But he's playing out that like Western fantasy of he just like you're you're disconnected from technology, even though he still you know makes a fridge or whatever. Um, a single ice just, cube. Yeah, a single ice cube. Yeah, he makes an ice maker. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I liked it. Uh, it sounds like oh. Ali is going to jump. Yeah, on. I was like, sounds like Ali wanted <laughs> yeah, to jump in. Like yeah. well, I, I had a comment squeaking to throw in, in there. Tom, sounds like Ali, Ali wants to go. go. Ali, I have no votes. <laughs> I, you go. I, <laughs> yet let let ye who the, has no votes cast the first stone. <laughs> very good. Uh, so uh, I mean, I, I love this movie. It's uh, it's you know, you taking your favorite characters that you know and love for two movies, and you put them into a whole new scenario that they that they don't know how to deal with, and you watch them deal with it. Um, uh, it's not as, you know, it it doesn't feel as high. I mean, of course it has high stakes, but it doesn't feel as high stakes through, through most of it or through, through the beginning parts, at least where you're like, just kind of be with doc and be with Marty. And then, um, very quickly like that changes. And, and I I just really liked the, the sort of, it, it felt very reminiscent of one, but it had enough in it to be different and to be about different things that, you know, be about love and about growth as a person and and all these things and um which i really dug so it felt like a really great bookend to the trilogy in in that sense yeah like wrapping Um, up people's stories and stuff so Corey, uh i i do like this movie josh i don't want you to feel like you're in the dark uh and not all of us i'll say this though not all of us who wander a lot don't enjoy this as much as the others sound like we have a nasal condition uh what do you mean (laughs) <laughs> it is uh it is different. It is definitely different from the rest of them. Uh I have yeah. some issues with with, a, with I have more issues with this than I do with the others. I'll say that. Okay. Um having said that, I this movie also has some of my favorite parts of the trilogy in it mm. as well. So it's a tough mm. balance between the two. Really um, high high highs and really low lows. Exactly. Yeah. Um Having said that, it is still part of the Back to the Future franchise, and it is it is still one of my favorite trilogies of all it time. It is not ruined by one. Crystal Skull aliens. Right. No one got in there. <laughs> <laughs> no one got in there and flipped the entire thing on its head. It's still pretty true to the the spirit of the films and all that kind of thing. They weren't and like... Obviously, it was filmed back-to-back with number two, um, so there's some, like, again, some of my favorite things that are nods in two that no one knew was coming, foreshadowing what's happening in this film. So... Um, Having said that, I, I I really enjoyed this film. 
Caitlin? Hmm. Very cool. I liked it. Ooh, that means she liked it more than the second one. Maybe. Is that... Yeah, because she Maybe. came out out the out the pocket, which I liked it. It's like boom, okay, I liked done. It. <laughs> I mean, okay, there's like the the Jules Verne kind of steampunky parts, the mm. western, mm-hmm. the um, sniper like, rifle. <laughs> that was really fucking cool. It's so um, exotic. I I loved exactly. the 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 clock tower involvement. I'll vague surface level say. Mm-hmm. Um, Spoilers. I didn't say nothing. Go on, I just said involvement as vague as humanly possible. Um, I, I just love how it, it ties everything together and it could have done more, but it left it in a place where it's like, I don't need to know anymore. Like, I, I feel like this is the full extent of the hijinks that I want to be involved in for this. So it it it, it ended things well. Yeah, well, the filmmaker, I think, really makes a statement at the end of this film. Yes, like, they this is do. Done. They're like, we done now. This yeah. is it. And then no here's more. an animated show licensed by Universal. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but it's like, but then still. Yeah. Although I will go on record saying Bob Zemeckis has said that as long as he's alive, it was in his contract that they cannot make or reboot Back to the Future movies. You're wow. making all the Marvel and, fanboys fucking long cry live right Zemeckis. Him, him and uh, Bob Gale, as long as it's in their contracts, as long as they're living, and it's in their wishes that their estates do the same. They do not reboot this franchise. I was going to say, yo, wow. give me the rights for it and I'll continue it. I'll, I'll, I'll say as long as I'm alive, no one can make it. <laughs> like there has to be this line of contracts like, hey, as long as I'm alive, no one can touch it. Except for you. Um, because there is that like to me. And I think there's a point of like David Barry from the Crusaders and I have talked about fan entitlement. And everyone's like, what if fucking... Tom Holland was Marty and Robert Downey Jr. was Doc. And I'm like, it would be terrible. It would be fucking terrible. Just oh, fucking man. stop. I'll tell you that right now. Everything Marvel into like the things that we can just keep by itself. The classics can stay yeah. classic. Let them be classics. Yeah. Let them still enjoy them as classics. Yeah. And oh you could Robert Downey Jr. is Doc. Is no, no, yeah. no. And Robert, that's nothing against Robert Downey Jr. at all. And he would probably say the same thing. Honestly, yeah, I think it's a lot of. There's very few movies that penetrate pop culture besides like comic book movies. So the I think only it's probably person just, who could do it is Jim Carrey. I would say there's much I think it's more a lack movies of comic book movies that penetrate. Technically. Well, the only one who can pull off that. Comic book movies are just like the new shit. kid on the block that want to be included in everything. They're the Spider-Man meme of, why do you guys keep acting like you're better than me? Yeah. And then uh, you part see of me Godfather, is like, there's you lack see Jaws, of, and then you see Back to the Future. Yeah. There's a lack um, of references, I think. Yeah. Tom? Um, for me, uh, I, as a child... Loved this film for all the wrong reasons. And as an adult, I still love it for all the wrong reasons, but still <laughs> like it for a lot of the right reasons. Um, in terms you, of storytelling, you, I was I think, waiting for that turn of like, and as an adult, I appreciate it in a new and refreshing no, way. And you're like, I, nope, it's all the wrong reasons still. I love Hollywood's interpretation of the West in that oh. time era <laughs> and how fucking wrong it is. Yeah. yeah. Um, Did you know, uh, factually speaking, most cowboys like, Real cowboys, not like gunslingers, but cowboys who herded cows and did that were actually black. Most of them yeah. weren't white. And that's mm-hmm. why I, I just love the, the, the 90s, 90s and early or 90s and 80s version of, of, of Western where are cowboys and it's just like so glorified, romanticized. Um, and it's no it's one wants fun. to talk about the black shits, Tom. Yeah. No one wants no one, to talk yeah. about cholera <laughs> and uh, you could die pooping. 
and how how everyone in that movie has a full set of teeth. That's crazy. Um, But uh, it's not terrible looking teeth, too. (laughs) Even though they remark on his. Yeah, it's like, look at Pearl It's like, yours are kind of fine teeth. Okay, Um, but just a quick, quick side note that voice, that like Western crackly. Pat Buttram is his name. Yes. He's in like, I think, over 100 Western films. I wouldn't be surprised because he's perfect. He's yeah. a perfect angel baby, and um, I love him and his voice. Yeah. But uh, anyway, no, I, I, I enjoy that this there's finality. Uh, if anything, that's one of its crowning achievements for me. I think uh, to Josh's point um, and to Ollie's point, it it really does kind of to me feels a little bit of a back to you know I hate to say it, but back to like the first version the form, of the film where yeah. it's like we're going to a place and we're stuck there. Back and to formula. I didn't say that. Back to f- well, it's I didn't also say it. es- escaping the timeline. It's <laughs> it's escaping go that back. time, right? Back uh, to it's not necessarily anything wrong. Yeah, I mean, if Willem Dafoe did, was on the show, then he probably would say that. But um, <laughs> uh, I, I, yeah, I really enjoy that. It, they're stuck, and we had to try to figure out how to get out of here. And also, you get kind of just get a little bit more of the vibe of being where they're at for the most of the film. But also, talking yeah. about that like stupid Hollywood romanization of the West, like having. Uh, the subversion of things as Marty goes through. And that's as much spoilery shit I'm going to say. So um, I, I would really like enjoy to, it. Um, I would like to publicly apologize if I offended anybody with my interpretation <laughs> of... Uh, I do, because I mean, just to the point, just what yeah. I'm... My point that I'm having, that I'm wanting to say is that my interaction with this film as in terms of communication with other people has always been very Negative. negative. And yeah. me I, negative, not like uh, opinionated, like let's have a conversation. Yeah, me right. negative. So it's like gotcha. I apologize if no, I no, have no, PTSD from that. <laughs> Josh, I'm I'm gonna I wanna I wanna you know be I'm, way too fucking nice, Josh. I'm I'm <laughs> you know I'm the resident like most Mick asshole person, and for me, I like to not take away people's joy, but I also like when people try to shit on other people's joy, then to be the bully bully. And tell right. them why they're fucking stupid, um, mm. instead of you know what I mean. Like, there's got to be that yeah. checks and balances. So if someone ever like tries to be like, oh, oh you like that movie and you're dumb, then you are the worst kind of person. Yeah. Um, but if it's kind of the person that's like, oh, this is shitty, and then you talk shit to that guy who's just shitting on everything, I like you. Good person. <laughs> it's sorry, standing. what was the difference between the two? <laughs> One person shits on other people's joy. I thought you were going to say, but if you're someone who actually has points about a movie, then then... Well, the discussion is great. Just so, uh, Corey, walk away let's, and go let's, watch let's, that movie again. <laughs> Corey, if, if, you, if someone was just shitting all over Lord of the Rings, and yeah. to you, to make you feel bad, they're a shitty person. Right, But if yeah. I start shitting on that guy who's shooting oh, on Lord of the Rings. It's all the same situation. I understand. I thought you yeah. were marking two different situations. No, 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 no. But, I but another important situation to also bring up is if someone is talking about something they love and you immediately shit on it because you didn't like it, don't do that. That's also a dick move. Get the yeah. fuck out of my feed. We have a discussion um, That's what about we see on But Twitter. also, yes. number four, if you're shitting on the Lord of the Rings, how does it feel to be so fucking wrong? In <laughs> is that? <laughs> it must <laughs> really suck to be you. Uh, <laughs> but now, oh so my. moving on to that, uh, past that public service announcement, uh, we're going to yes. move on to uh, the next two parts, which are going to be our uh, brief synopsis and our production. And the brief synopsis will be brought to you by me. <laughs> <laughs> 
And uh, I'm just going to read it off the internet. You can Google it yourself. There's not going to be a spoilery thing. At least I hope not. We'll find out. In this final chapter, Marty McFly, played by Michael J. Fox, obtains a 70-year-old mas- message. Message from the time traveling. 70-year-old massage. Things get steamy in the DeLorean. Back to the loose. Back to the masseuse. Anyways, so um, a 70-year-old message from the time traveling Doc Emmett Brown, uh, played by Christopher Lloyd, in which... He informs Marty that he has retired to a small town in the Old West. Marty then finds out that Doc was murdered shortly after sending the letter. In order to save his friend, Marty will have to travel back inside. Um, uh, disentangle a love-struck entanglement. Marty. The original entanglement. Um, a love-struck Doc from a local sc- uh, school marm. School marm. That's the name. A local mm-hmm. school. It's a bad guy. Um, and repaired the DeLorean. All while avoiding a posse of gun gunslingers. I would dun, like to dun, put this dun, on dun. record. Oh. Um, I would watch the movie that is about the seventy-year-old massage. Massage. Yeah, seventy-five-year-old <laughs> massage. No, um, that the guy massage from the guy. I've got something yeah. for you, and he pulls out like lotion. He's like, "Get it, get over here." <laughs> Seventy years Marty. later. <laughs> Guys, we can't we can't talk about that movie. Western, Western, Western Union lower, massage lower. services. Anyway, <clears throat> this so, movie is distributed by <laughs> Thanks, Universal Studios, who are known for such small independent films as The Birds, Madagascar, and Bruce Almighty. Oh, uh, Almighty. Director Robert Zemeckis, known for Polar Express, Castaway, and Man. Romancing the Stone, which Romancing the Stone, yeah. baby. So we all know. If you haven't seen that movie. Pause oh, this episode. Go watch romance. Should, do, I, should like I leave an, now? Or? I, I want to do like an oldies month where we just do like these classic oldies movies. Yes. Romancing the Sounds Stone great. is fabulous. Oh. It's totally wild and you have to have suspension disbelief, but it is fabulous. And that's I'll, also a euphemism, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> uh, producers, Neil Canton, who is known for the, I love this, The Adventures of Buckaroo Banzai Across the Eighth Dimension. Yes. Is that one whole title? That is insane. That is one whole title. Sounds like it. Uh, and uh, The Witches of Eastwick and Money Train. Bob Gale, Interstate 60, Episodes of the Road, and Used Cars. Uh, writers, Bob Gale, known for 1941, I Want to Hold Your Hand, and, and still Interstate 60, Episodes of the Road and Used Cars. Uh, Robert Zemeckis, I Want to Hold Your Hand. Welcome to Marwin, as I yep. lost my shit on the first day. <laughs> uh, and The Witches. Cast, Michael J. Fox from Family Ties, The Frighteners, Designated Survivor, Christopher Lloyd, Clue, also fantastic film, Who Framed Roger Rabbit, also fantastic film and the page master probably the greatest children's <laughs> film of all time so yes i've never seen uh that. leah thompson oh, known for on. do you say what is that no anyway guys i've said i've never seen nerd that. on you know the drill we gotta go um oh. leah thompson known for howard the duck classic some kind of wonderful switch to birth crispin glover known for willard is he in this is he still credited no. in it I, I think he's credited. Because I think so. they legally had to credit him because they used his likeness. Yeah, I think he's um, credited. So that means we uh, so legally we'll have to Willard, River's Edge, and American Gods, and, of course, Charlie's Angels. Um, Thomas F. Wilson, Back to the Future TV show, DC's Legends of Tomorrow, Tales of Arcadia animated series. And Josh's Bay. Mary Steenburgen, Melvin and Howard, Step Brothers, Orange is the New Black, and, of course, Elizabeth Shue, The Saint. Dude, Deep cut, the Saint. I, Fantastic. Oh, I love. Shout this. out to my wife. Loves the Saint. I love uh, the boys and Karate Kid. The release date was May twenty fifth, nineteen ninety. Runtime is one hundred nineteen minutes. Budget was forty million. Gross was two hundred forty six point one gigawatts uh, <laughs> million dollars. Um, uh, Rotten Tomato score is eighty percent with critics and seventy six with the audience. 
You know, actually, to your point, Josh, I'm actually astounded how many friends of I that I have that have never actually watched the trilogy. Oh, really? Yeah, I have mm-hmm. actually more friends than I thought, and it deeply disturbs me. It hmm. deeply disturbs me. I'm just kind of like it's kind of like when Caitlin says just she like, doesn't who know hurt what you. The, it's kind of like when Caitlin says I don't know what the page master is, and I'm like I said I, said, I haven't seen it. I know what it is. Uh, Caitlin, it's I'm better on me. <laughs> it. Oh man, it. Anyways, this is not the episode, um, but uh, but now I we're gonna own, do one on the page master. I don't mm-hmm. own a lot of physical copies of things, but this is for our audio listeners. He's bringing out the Blu-ray. This I have P- the Blu-ray. Oh, yeah. oh I'm gonna get mine. Mine's right here. Um, for our audio listeners, Corey's taking off his headphones and getting the. Um, <laughs> everyone's everyone's doing show and tell now because they're yeah. like, I like the movie. And they're my, like, I'm on video. My doc, my doc. Uh, for everyone on audio, Funko. he's pulling up his Funko. I just said it. <laughs> For everyone on audio, <laughs> Josh just yelled at me. Josh, we can be friends. Hey. Ooh. Yours is like the steelbook? Yeah. Oh, my God. Ooh, so Corey sexy. Has a steelbook you guys version. are nerds. 30th anniversary trilogy. Bro. Ooh, I have Kaylin, the 25th. Kaylin, you're just mad. Um, did, did I say it was a we, negative connotation? Yeah, you did. So, favorite parts. No. Favorite parts. Uh, favorite parts, favorite characters, and then we'll do our qualms and rating. I like the movie, and I like the cast, and it was good. So oh, my favorite parts, show. since we're supposed to be specific, is uh, the movie, the doc, and the shot of whiskey. Oh, <laughs> oh. wake up yes. juice, it's pretty great. Is it? Is it? He's just been like holding that. it. Is it the shot of whiskey, or is it the part to wake him up as well? All the whole thing that okay. has to do with the whiskey. Okay, falling into um, the table from the him pouring it to and shout out to like the set design for when they pour the whiskey the first time and it like steams the off the, steam, the, yeah. the, the yeah. table. Yeah. Uh, but him sitting there all night, everyone be like, how many has he had? He's not, it's just been holding that one all night, uh, to him finally drinking it and the bartender trying to stop him to the wake up juice. Like the, that entire bit, maybe all of it. One of my favorite parts of the entire trilogy, like that whole sequence is phenomenal because not only is it hilarious, but it's also the most Marty does like on his own without having to like check in with doc guiding him not to do things, whatever. It's like a big growth moment for Marty. Uh, so all of that tied in together is like a huge payoff for someone who watches the entire trilogy. Um, mm-hmm. A small moment that, again, didn't notice until this time. Uh, they're looking over the bridge and they're, they're, they're hashing out their plan and Marty's being very negative about it. And <laughs> Doc goes, Marty, you're just not thinking fourth dimensionally. <laughs> and Marty goes, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, right. I have a real problem with that. <laughs> but he says it under his breath that I'm like I I love it I love it just um, like there's no communicating with this man right now <laughs> um, one thing I really enjoyed about this film was just the beginning uh, you know it, it, it always takes over the book end of the last film but it mm. continues off and I remember talking about this in the watch along like I really enjoy like it, the film starts off in a bad place yeah. um, where the second film starts off with like we're jumping on this adventure. The second film starts mm-hmm. off. It's like, how are we going to start? Like, okay, we're in it now. What, what's next? You're already like, what's going to happen? Um, but then it, it, it does what it, I think a film needs to do. And it kind of eases you in slowly. Yeah. Um, where Marty takes doc back to his house and it has this like wonderful score. It's raining. It's the night, but also that, the, well, the, the, the very slow it. credit scene. Like I love yeah. that you're, you're getting details. Music. Like one of my, I, I love that uh, Marty is sleeping with his feet propped up on the hoverboard on the hoverboard yeah and, and howdy like, duty time starts yeah. uh well also and that's how I, he knows it's the next day or whatever he's like yeah. he knows exactly what t- howdy duty time 
Yeah. You also don't appreciate it until you watch it multiple times, but it's like, it's opening on dock, really. It's mm-hmm. it's showing you his mansion. He's living alone. He mm-hmm. This giant house of his, and he works out of a shed or whatever. And so I think that's setting up, you know, the whole plot of this, which is like, he's looking for love. Now that last piece of his puzzle, no, you know, no, he's no, living crazy. alone all this time and, and, and it's quiet and you feel, you feel kind of sorry for, for the characters right out the gate, even though there's nothing really going on yet. Um, but I, I really dug the intro. It's very, it, it humbles you. It, it humbles them. It, it yeah. humanizes and everything a little bit. It, it, it also, resets. Intru- it brings back the hoverboard because it's like, did Marty just leave that yeah. shit? And, the, and it's like, no, he took it with them. No. It's like um, we built also, this universe. This is all here. And also like, just as like, I'm I'm back from the future, blah, blah. And then Doc is like freaking out and he's on the piano and then the, 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 oh, the organ, organ notes. The organ, yeah. And it goes up in, in key. And I was like, oh, yeah. that's so good. And then also the part, it's like, he freaks out and then I forget exactly what he says, but he just like says some gibberish and slams the door. And it's like, yeah, it's like, like teenager moment. Um, and it's same, just like, same kind of, kind of way that he did in the first one. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's, I think it's just really, I, the opening sequence for me gets me really well. I think it's probably my favorite opening sequence of the trilogy. Um, because they had everything going for it, right? All they had to do was just not fuck it up. So like, it's, <laughs> Just it's, don't it, mess up. I mean, the first movie fine. has a lot of pressure. The second movie has to live up to that. And the third one's like, cool, we're ending it. Just don't fuck up. And it's like, all right, easy. So, and they do, they do it really well. So, um, other favorite parts? Oh, man. Anything with Clara. Oh. Clara was just great. Because, like, she, she was the, She was original she, Kagome. <laughs> yeah. I, oh, God. She kind of is. Oh, my God. <laughs> she's got the black hair and he's got the white hair. And mm-hmm. all right. And time uh, displacement. A little bit of switch <laughs> of uh, him being from the future and her being yeah. from the past. Um, wow, you're totally right. I'm upset. Isakai Lord over here. <laughs> anyway, um, I just like that. Like the I didn't. I guess I didn't really think about her backstory very much uh, until I watched it this last time. But she was like sick, and it makes sense that she cared more about like thinking beyond just her immediate space of like wanting to look at the stars and reading Jules Verne and, you know, expanding her mind more because she was sick as a kid. So she was like very confined when she was young. So yeah. Yeah. She was supposed to die off a cliff. Yeah. Mm -hmm. She was supposed to die off a cliff. And instead she. Right. Or she lost control of her, of her chariot. Yes. Yes. But yeah, all the things to do with her. And how Doc was being like kind of a kid about like, I want to fall in love. I'm not going to fall in love. Love is dumb. And then he meets Claire and he's like, oh. Oh. Hi. <laughs> like, it was, I just thought all of that was cute. Yeah. I love that the uh, DeLorean has white wall tires. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that. Well, they had. Yeah. No, they had I know. Get the new DeLorean, yeah. And then the, the as Ollie remarked on the um, the stream, that the whole thing that covers the. Um, the front of the car, for some reason, I can't think of what it's called. Um, the hood? The hood the of the car the... is supposed to replace a tiny microchip. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Was... oh, yeah. I like those. Just because um, he yeah. doesn't want to get a microchip from Japan, right? No, no I don't they, think they didn't technology exist doesn't exist. In yeah. 55. Like, that's how, that's how far technology has come. Like, in, something that used to fit on the hood of a years. car is now something smaller than you can even, like, really hold in your hand. Yeah, computers years, back yeah. in 1955 were the size of like. That's houses. what it was pointing out. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. It had like light bulbs and in like. Yeah. Like if you if you look at pictures of like the first that, computer or the first calculator, they're that like that was a microchip. Room. That yeah. was a microchip. Yeah. That was <laughs> tiny. But it, they did have that line where it's like, "What do you mean all the best things come from Japan?" Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. 
because he doesn't have the context yet. No, because it didn't happen yet. Yeah. Um, I also really enjoy when they're discovering what happened to Doc Brown at the beginning. Wow, good job, Golly. Uh, what happened? And like, he's like, Marty, please don't stand there. And then he like yeah, jumps yeah. off the body. Um, is that that kind of stuff? And then I think I think this is the first time we meet Copernicus. Right, Copernicus. Copernicus no, was in, he's the, in the second film. He's the second 50s. film. Okay. He's the dog in the second film. Okay. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Copernicus. Yes, yeah. first dog. Yeah. First is Ein, and his then his Copernicus, and then yeah, it's like yeah. okay. So uh, yeah, I, I, it's it's stuff like that where it's like you get a little bit more of that 1955, but then just enough of like let's go back to 19 or 1895. Right. Um, and uh, I, so yeah, to like oh. I, I did like I, I just. Fe- Go ahead. I feel like there was a little bit of Midnight Cowboy, a little Midnight mm. Cowboy. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Where I, I'm sorry, this is the second film, but you just reminded me of how sad uh, Einstein is when his his um, bed is flipped over and he can't get in it. Oh so yeah, <laughs> he has to flip the bed over and then he just curls up inside. And you're like, he was just crying for his bed. Sorry, Copernicus. Um, but Midnight Cowboy, uh, if you don't know it, uh, people who are watching at home, uh, it opens up on this sequence, and I remember this so vividly from film studies. Uh, and it really talks about reality and it's talking about our perception of it. And it's made like slight homage in this where, uh, they have to go to the past, the wild west. And it's like, so if I drive, I'm not going to run to those, those Indians. That's the quote. I'm not saying it. Uh, but he's like, he's like, no, they won't be there. You'll just be in another place. Um, and then when he does, he has native Americans, not American, native Americans on horseback. Uh, so I thought that was just like. Interesting where, you know, the, the levels of reality, especially that they're doing this in a movie theater yeah. or in a drive. Well, and obviously there's homages to stuff like that. Uh, great train robbery, fistful of dollars, yes. ton of stuff. Yeah. 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 Um, that is just movie homage. Uh, I love, I love the freezer. I love the ice, ice, ice maker. Oh yeah. my gosh. That was great. All, uh, all of and his it's inventions a dirty, in that like the, barn It's like brown amazing. ice. It's a brown ice. <laughs> um, no stay away from water. the yellow ice. Yeah, um, right. Also, I like um, Marty's uh, great great uncle or great grandpa, who's like oh, just yeah, super yeah. nice. Seamus. Oh, yeah, Seamus. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Who yeah. you know feeds him rabbit and he has to spit out who the buckshot. Looks shot. like a halfling from Lord of the Rings. Yeah, <laughs> and somehow his mom is there. Lorraine. I wanted to point this out last episode. We were talking about genetics, strong genetics. Strong and then we were like, <laughs> so Lorraine's in the family. Question mark. She, yeah. just has very just strong enough likeness. of a left turn will, for will, like a generation or two, uh, the, and then she came back. That well, right. So that's cousins. why it's fine. Yeah. But it's uh, strong genetics. That's what they do to keep the bloodline strong. I'll, I'll go into that later. Um, the frisbee scene. Uh, they hold. The, I mean, the dance with the gun far the, out. The reenacting like the arcade. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, Back to Future Two. But yeah, the far out line kills me every time. <laughs> He's like, Frisbee, far out. And he walks away and his uncle's like, what does he mean far out? And Lorraine goes, I don't know. It's right in front of him. <laughs> <laughs> um, I do like the coroner guy who's making the suit in the, in the coffin. Who's oh, like, yeah. Your measurements, yeah. Mr. Eastwood. Oh, Tom like, loves that guy. You you have a measuring why. tape and are good at measuring. Let's give you the two jobs that in, in, involve measuring. That's yeah. tailoring <laughs> and coffins. <laughs> um, so the Undertaker s- would do both. I see what I last episode that do both. Uh, a detail... Like an important kind of detail that I had missed for years and years and years. Mm-hmm. At the so in uh, the second one, they're talking about this car wreck that happened with a Rolls Royce, and oh, I didn't notice yeah. that at the end, yeah. the he would have t-boned the Rolls Royce. I just it never ruined his back. And wow, never would Ru- have broken occurred. his hand. It never occurred to me until this time that that was the moment. 
that that was really? the moment that they were, and it was a Rolls wow. Royce. Like it just never like I would just you like back to the, the future. This is fun. Well, yeah. she just, called it a, in the second one. I think they called it a Bentley. No, they said no, Rolls Royce. They said Rolls, Rolls Royce. Royce. Yeah, I I, I made sworn she said I Bentley. said a Bentley uh, on oh. our stream. Yeah. and was corrected, and I was like, why is that important? Oh, oh, no! We all at the end, Tom and I both went. Rolls Royce. Yeah. yeah. No, yeah. And Josh was like, like, why are you correcting that? Oh. No, and like, uh, <laughs> oh. Corey and I did talk about it on our watch along where it was like, it was interesting in the second one, they introduced this, like in the first film, Marty's development is he can't, he has to learn to accept re- uh, rejection um, mm-hmm. and then understand who his parents are. And in the second film, they introduced this arc of a character of, he can't say no to chicken. Yeah. And they, he's this, prideful. He's prideful. Uh, and you know it's you know Napoleon complex or you want to call it right, um, and in this film they conclude it where he you know Seamus is the ones like it's just a word you know it's just like hey just fucking chill out like man a, that it's his not, brother being shot and killed because yeah it's he, not worth it and um, uh, no one cares thinks less yet no one will think less yet and and it, it happens where you know at the very end of the film or the climax ish where you know against Mad Dog Mad Dog what the fuck is his name Bannon. 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 I was mad. I was gonna say Mad Dog Bannon. Burphy. Mad Dog <laughs> Burphy. Burphy. I was mad like Dog Murphy. Cannon. Bad Dog Bannon. Bannon. Couldn't pick a name, Burphy. so I just connected two things. Burphy. Burphy. Um, and he <laughs> uses his wit instead of violence. You know, like there's still some violence. It's that Hollywood violence. You know, of like we're not really, but we I we did have and I punch. We've not had drive-bys in the last few films, and you yeah, almost. Yeah, I'm just gonna put one. his head through a cement slab. Yeah. That's all. Yeah. Mm. Um. Yeah. Not real violence. And then bury his head in, in shit. Yeah. <laughs> um, also, I would have to mark, I did feel like, I don't know, maybe, I feel like Universal or that film lost a fucking dealer deal with Nike, and I don't know. They just <laughs> oh, yeah, shat like all over Nike's shoes. Nike, what are them? What are them? Like, they, t- they didn't have to mention that, but they did, because one, it's a time displacement thing, but also him stepping in shit. I'm like, did y'all guys lose? Did you guys get a less of a Did credit? you look it up? No, but it just feels like it. it feels like you know when Matt Ryan from Constantine left uh, NBC and went to CW. He's like, "Get me a peacock tail or feather," and then he just uses it to scratch his back and he fucking chucks it away. He's like, "I'm good." Like <laughs> it's one of those like mm, this feels like that. Um, but uh, yeah, everyone's I, gonna pay so much attention to any type of brand usage in, in things anymore. Yeah. I mean, in the first film, like Lorraine's holding like like, or everyone's holding cans with the label facing outwards. Coke like, who and be like, who does drinking? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, what? <laughs> my my Coca Cola, <laughs> Pepsi free, not Coca Cola. It's like us going. Did you notice my headphones? I mean, are my no, headphones on straight? Please? I mean, um, that- nope, uh, they didn't lose it. Okay, um, <laughs> weird. I wanted to just bring cool up with, a couple. They of- were just cool with being part of one of the largest trilogies of all time. That makes time. sense, I guess. Uh, I wanted to Josh bring up saying? a couple of uh, fun facts that I had found that I thought were really, really interesting. Um, I just want to point out that Bill Nye is a Science part guy. of the Back to the Future um, universe. Uh, the Saturday, the after the movies, the adventures continued into Saturday morning cartoons, and there were live action scenes in which Doc Brown was in, and his Lloyd, lab assistant yeah. was Bill Nye. Nye. His Holy character's shit. name yeah. was Bill nice. Nye. Um, and then nice. the um, I thought what was interesting is that they they were allowed to shoot uh, the film where they did as long as they kept the set pieces there for a potential like tourist thing or even filming. 
a few years later, those sets burned down in a huge fire. Oh. What do you think it was started by? A uh, lightning strike. Oh. Hey. <laughs> hey. That's so cool. I mean, Random. any way to go, that's the way to do it, I guess. They should have fucking got backdraft in the crew. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, uh, Another fun fact is if you watch the... Um, the shirt that Doc is wearing in Back to the Future 2. Oh, it's yeah. Trains and Cowboys. It's a yellow button up. And when you go back in time, his bandana is a part of that, that shirt. That's yeah. all faded. And mm-hmm. uh thought that was wonderful. I mean, also touch. just going straight into the spoiler of it. Um, the freak, a time machine that's a train. It was so it's cool. Pretty though. baller. And it, it flies. Really it's pretty much a bandit bat flies. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's pretty much the bat wing. Um, yeah. And. You know, how it ends with the destruction of the DeLorean is, like, pretty fucking amazing. Yeah. Okay. Um, A few little trivia bits about this film. Uh, I know that Clint Eastwood was asked permission to use his name, and he thought it was awesome. He loved it. He loved the the idea of going back in time and using Clint Eastwood as it. That's, like, that's all you can come up with. As a setup. That's awesome. Uh, The scene where uh, Biff, Mad Dog, Tannen, uh, tries to lynch Marty, Uh, they accidentally hung um, him. And he became unconscious for a few minutes. Uh, Michael J. Fox. Yikes. Uh, someone was not <laughs> paying attention. Um, the guy, uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, Ta- Thomas F. Wilson performed all of his own horse stunts. Nice. Oh, uh, Because he See? was. See, Caitlin? He was trained in, in, uh, bay. in that. Um, and the, the first scene uh, where Marty goes back in time uh, is powered by a bolt language train. The clock tower appears in all three films. So, lightning bolt. Fun times. Yeah. Nice. Um, other favorite parts, Ali? Um, I loved uh the train sequence at the very end. Um, yeah, so very riveting, exciting. Um, I love the three different temperature logs yes, or whatever. It's, yes, it's the wonderful smoke visually. Was so it really cool. builds up the very literally builds up that tension. Green, yellow, red. Yeah, green, yellow, ocean. red. Um my one of my favorite lines and something that I used to quote a lot, and uh just because like my brother would laugh at it every time, was uh Doc. The red log's about to blow. <laughs> like, I would just randomly quote that. Um, I Is this a holdup? It's a science experiment. Science <laughs> experiment. Um, I also really enjoy any Doc and Clara moments. Yes. Um, yeah. Especially when they go look at the stars. Oh. And she, he says, like, I remember when I want to be a kid. I want to be Captain Nemo. And then she's like, yeah, mate, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, and to me, I think there's also a very true answer where he's like, well, I still feel like a kid when I when I read the book. And I think that's kind of that magic moment that you idealistically want to have that's romanticized in Hollywood of, you know, companionship where you get to be a child, but also be in your, you know, full faculties of being an adult and understanding, you know, courtship and companionship Uh, that I think was just done really well. And, you know, uh, I think we all talked about so far in this trilogy of how Christopher Lloyd plays this crazy charismatic, but also very endearing person. And now we get to see the love side of him, the very, the the puppy dog eye kind of thing and um it's 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 good it's good it's great it's 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 good it's good good. uh man i gotta give a shout out to always upping the ante with the ending of these movies yeah because first you're like you thought that was the climax (laughs) that was crazy wow the delorean has done something else uh and in this one it's just a fucking train a flying train. And also, they went, I love that they chose a <laughs> yeah. train because, like, that is kind of the final thing that brings Doc and Clara together. It's like that was the um, 
that was the adventure that brought them together. So I can only imagine the discussion that happened. This is my headcanon, by the way. Uh, that like <laughs> they talked about like, you know, this was the adventure that brought us together. Let's go on our next adventures in a train too. Like they could have chosen anything. I'm sure yeah. they popped all over. So like, how creation. is he a doctor or a Doctor Who man? Oh yes. Okay. So my theory oh, God. Um, is that like, so <laughs> there's up. a thing in Doctor Who where it is possible to become time lordy by okay. traveling through time. Okay. Um, so what if, because Doc is like wanting to travel all through time and space and discover the meaning of life, what if he's pinging around different planets too? Mm-hmm. So what if he's the first Gallifreyan? Is that a doctor thing? Yes. So okay. Doctor Who is from Gallifrey. So, oh, like, okay. what if he's the one that starts Gallifrey and then, like, various people that he, like, meets through his adventures in time are the people that populate Gallifrey. They all become Time Lords and their ultimate enemy is the Daleks. What if that's actually Biff? A universal Biff? A universal Biff. Is he a machine? Is that what you mean? I can't explain more. For reasons, because oh. <laughs> like, for reasons, the, isn't it? Isn't yeah. the whole thing that it's like human nature versus machine is what the Daleks represent? Yes, yes. But what if Biff is like the cause behind the Daleks? Ah, well, I would say Doc is messed up because Doc isn't afraid of Biff, and the Doctor is afraid of Daleks. <laughs> so true, but it could also be like. Whatever, it's my theory. Let me okay, hey, 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 hey. <laughs> I am here to poke hey, holes. Whoa, you didn't Don't ruin my trilogy. <laughs> it's okay. I haven't thought it through all the way, but it is it is my little like headcanon like, hmm, what if it was like this? I dig it. <laughs> I dig it. Um, um, are we going to, are we about to moving. transition into favorite characters? You got a last it, one. It that feels that like. way. I just have one last thing. Um, so because characters. we are on the third episode of the third movie, for the third movie. Um, for the third One time. of my favorite parts of this trilogy is the ability to watch it back to front. Yeah, mm. I uh, get it for preparing for this episode. Like we did the the Twitch stream in which we did we we spent a day and we watched all three back to front. One, two, three. And I love that experience of like the one bleeds into the next one and into the next mm-hmm. one. It's a fun experience to to see that and. Um, Shout hey, out to Zack Snyder. I was going to say there's another trilogy that's supposed to do that, but some fucking asshole fucked it up. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so I dug that. Uh, that's my last like favorite. It's more of an overarching favorite thing. This is a mm-hmm. good trilogy. <laughs> yeah, and also, yeah, it's a great trilogy. Just, just, just also to that last point, like, yeah, it's a very good conclusion. It's a very good, yeah, like, hey, we're done. And it ends off just like the first one where it's like, <gasps> mm-hmm. do I want more? But I got everything I wanted. Yeah. And so I don't know if I need any more. A trilogy, it reflects the first movie because the first movie, you have a completion, you know, of a of an arc and a story, and then it leaves you wanting more. Back and this formula. trilogy is the same thing. It's a complete story that at the end leaves you wanting more. Back to formula. Anyway, so favorite characters. To- <laughs> uh uh Corey, you wanna go first? Yeah, this one is a change of uh lineup here uh for me this one's marty for sure i mean it's very cent- marty centric on him he's it's it's he's got a lot of weight i mean they all are but for this one he 
really moves the story along as opposed to Doc being like, we got to keep going. We got to keep moving, Marty. You can't talk to these people. Because uh, Doc just be, doesn't listen to himself anymore. So Marty's got to step Twitter up. Twitter paid it. Yeah, no, 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 I get it. Um, but, you know, Fabric of Space Time is... Anyway, so Marty moves everything along uh, and has some of my favorite moments in in this movie. Uh, I just, I, I love the homage to Fistful of Dollars uh, yeah. and stuff like that. Um, and his, you know, you complete his arc in this film, which is really nice. Um, or at least the one that was established in two um, with, the, with the Bentley hashtag Rolls Royce. <laughs> Um, and then two, we have not my Bentley. still doc though, uh, in this one, especially, you know, like you said, the the 1955 doc is especially my favorite in the trilogy. If I had to pick a doc to be my favorite, um, so scared, but also the (laughs) Marty don't stand there. (laughs) Um, I just, I think it's, it's wonderful. Uh, so the, you know, to end the trilogy with the two of them, I I gotta give a shout out prop up to Marty and doc. I think that's mine also for a lot of the same reasons. And you just get a real, I think you get the best sense of their relationship and it's sort of, you've been with them for so long that it's, it's really cool to see them sort of interact with each other in this one. Um, yeah. Like that sweet moment where he's like, I told you not to come here, but I'm, I'm really happy yeah. to see you. And, and also like, just like thinking about speaking of like un unmade movies of this trilogy, like th- the whole idea of like getting struck by lightning, you don't know where you are. Well, you probably do. The the thing says, right? So it's 1885. You might maybe are, are believing it. And then you quickly realize you are in 1885. And then he has to like make it to Hill Valley and, and make oh, a name yeah. for himself as, as like, and like become the scientist somehow and have a giant, like give He's him a props. blacksmith. Pro- or no, blacksmith? Shoe, shoe smith. Blacksmith. Shoe smith? Blacksmith. blacksmith. No, he, blacksmith. He was a blacksmith. So like props for him, like he did shoe a horse, making it work, horse. you know, making it work in the old West. <laughs> like, I don't know if I would have made, necessarily made it that far. Well, when you're a scientist who deals with like quantum physics and time travel, I'm sure finding yeah. a profession in the old west isn't too. Oh, dude, I would hard. be bringing in sundials, but like, yo, time, I got you guys. Like, I would be like, oh, no, I'm yeah, like, get you guys off like, my right, back. Wait, what's they had an invention time. that I can kind of put together? They had time. They were putting up a giant clock tower. <laughs> Don't worry, man. They I got had you time, guys. Tom. I'll, I'll figure <laughs> out who we're using. Because I would show up, they'd be like, they had pocket watches. Yeah, they had, let's poke like, a little hole in. No, clocks used to just be. I'm the one like, let me show you sundials, and they'd be like, get the fuck out of our town. Who's this guy? <laughs> not engines uh, so yeah. for me uh, I think Clara and the doc are my favorite in this I just mm-hmm. I just I enjoy them both very much yeah that is all uh, I think for me it's Marty doc um, Marty just because like yeah he is in, in a way he has to shepherd everybody um, and I think that's really kind of cool. Like in one could not have happened, uh, like unless Marty had to listen to doc at certain times. Uh, and then this entire film is that Marty is having to just be like doc, doc. And they have that moment, you know, when they're camping outside and, you know, doc has or the like, reverse shot of, from the first one where, um, oh, the rain in, comes into the, to the yeah, garage, garage and now Claire is coming into the garage and Marty's like doc. <laughs> and also shout out to, uh, Michael J. Fox booty. Um, oh yeah, <laughs> got a little butt action. Yeah, Make a little my booty. Day. Um, and, oh, man. and then and then Doc. I, I also, in one thing with Doc is uh, at the very end is when uh, Jennifer, played by Elizabeth Shue, says, uh, "Doc, uh, this paper it disappeared." And it, and that's what I was going to say with the delineation between 1955 
Doc in the 1985, or as Caitlin wants to call him, the Universal Doctor. Um, he he's much more wise. He's much like he's also much more risky. He's the one willing to jeopardize the t- time space continuum by reading what's in the letter. You know what the hell? You know he's mm-hmm. the one that says you know like why if we're gonna make a time machine why not do it in style? Um, and uh, you know if he wants to travel the universe he might as well do it with the family. Um, and uh, you know he says I think one of the greatest things is like you know history is yet to be written. And it's one of those like la la la, you know. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, the moral of the story. Uh, <laughs> I, I do have to give two special little shout outs. Uh, one to special. the clock tower for oh, being God. a pivotal part of this story, and two to Strickland, like Wild oh, West Slackers. Strickland. Oh, yeah. Oh, it looks he, so good with a mustache. Oh, he looked He's great. Wider. I would watch yeah. an entire movie about that. And what does he say to his son? Uh, Never give him an inch. What was it? Discipline. 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 Is he supposed to be, or, or do you think just kind of like a, like a nod to? Hmm? Well, I think that's how the or, family, the whole family is involved with discipline. Oh, sorry. Of sorry. what? Uh, of being modeled after um, Earp. Oh, probably. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. Oh, uh, for sure. A black, uh, uh, you know, black suited, you know, guy with a the giant handlebar mustache. Handlebar mustache. Yeah. Um, but also, and to that point, like this, the 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 unintentional message of the film is genetics, yo. Yeah. <laughs> genetics are strong. Um, <laughs> uh, my Josh. my favorites are Marty and Seamus. Um, Marty, oh. I just, uh, I yeah, I, I do like his individuality in this. His more um, sense of self. Uh, I love the scene and the, the shootout scene where I'm a sucker for standing up to a bully and that like, and just like out in that fly. way. Um, <laughs> and then Seamus, I just like, he, he he's the voice of reason and kind of teaches the lesson that um, Marty needed to learn of just and like, even just planting the seed. The gun, he's like, maybe I'll buy a new hat. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's what it is, everyone. Yeah. No guns, just hats. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's it. Uh, so now we get to qualms. Uh, so I want to do a Josh thing. In the last episode, he said, this was a qualm, but it's not a qualm. It wasn't a qualm. It was more of like a, <gasps> I understand it. Because it was really weird that I remember like, so they go back to October 25th um, in the first film. And mm-hmm. then in the second film, they go to October 26th. Um, because it quote unquote has meant that him and Jennifer had gone on their trip, but yet the truck is still there, um, which is weird. And then mm-hmm. in the sec in the third film, they go back to October twenty seventh, the night the morning after, because um, they left Jennifer on a port uh, on the swing set, so it would have been the next morning. So she would have been like, "Oh, everything that happened was all a dream." But Marty still just explains to her, "It's a time machine. Time machine shit happened," and she has no like, Mm-mm, "That was the past. That was the future." And so that's why she brings in the paper, which I really love that moment. Which always felt really weird, but I guess in chronologically speaking, like they had to go the next day, the next day, the next day. I'm like, and I've always been like, why don't they just come back at the exact moment they left? And it always just boggled me. But it's not an issue for me anymore because yeah. I just don't give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's the only way they well, could have like reason. the character. I think it's just a writing thing, like wanting to get, wanting to have that scene with with Jennifer and Marty, and just to really nail home. Well, the they had to go the to October 27th because they had to pick up the Einstein and then the uh, Jennifer that are time displaced. Because mm-hmm. they are literally not – because before this movie concludes, technically 
the okay. nineteen the bad nineteen eighty five timeline is like still changing around them. Mm-hmm. So it's weird. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I got some qualms. Um, the the little the minor one that doesn't really change anything for me is is the Lorraine being oh, mom and, and Lorraine like, being mom. Yeah. Oh, yeah, or not mom, but the wife. And of I would pre- I mean, for me, I would have preferred if she was, and then Elizabeth Shue. Oh, someone else was. They should have done that. <laughs> that would have been funny. Yeah, um, I think they wanted to repeat gross, the whole though. thing. Obviously. Yeah, and I would have been bothered if it was yeah equally Crispin gross. Glover also because then you're like well. What? What's happening? Whose side is this? Whose side of the family are you? Um, so it just is, it's a little thing. It doesn't bother me because it does, it does give us some wonderful split screen moments with, with Seamus and, and Marty and stuff like for, that. For the visual gag, yeah. But then if you and think And you get about, the whole waking up, you know, you're good, 19, yeah, 1885. It, it, it's the same visual like, thing. But then also to your point, if they had it somewhere else, you could have had Marty been a Seamus in a picture. It's like, he got shot because he got cold chicken. Right. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it wouldn't, in terms of like, do you want more visual richness of more of this interplay shit? Or do you want like correct timeline continuity shit? Yeah, exactly. So uh, it's one that doesn't change the score for me whatsoever. It's just one of those things that every time I watch it, I'm like, doesn't make sense. Um, <laughs> it's like for the shtick, but it doesn't. It, it's a. It's yeah. almost a bit too. Sacrifice much everything for the bit, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. So, um, another qualm of mine is actually the train sequence at the end, uh, not the time traveling train, the literal how they get back the to train. the future. Uh, it's it. I can't explain with the first film, for instance. The the build up on that. Everything seemed to move and, and, and the, the pace was there. And while he was struggling with the lightning and then he pulls one down there and then he's got to like streamline down and it's a shorter amount of time, I understand. But like with the train sequence, a lot of it seemed a little contrived, yeah. I mm-hmm. guess. Like they were mm-hmm. stretching it out on purpose mm-hmm. and it takes that tension away from me. And it's, I feel like that whole segment is almost two minutes too long. Whereas, like, also with Back to the Future Part 2, Biff is about to, like, annihilate Marty. And that's a fucking car about to obliterate him. (laughs) Right. And so uh, it just, it doesn't hit me quite the same as the tension and built at the end of the other two films. It's much more Um, adventure than tense. Where it's like, yeah. But for me, I don't know if that's a good thing. Yeah, it's like. like, For me, I kind of know exactly what you're talking about in in the sense of, like, it's twofold. But originally, like, it doesn't feel like Marty's necessarily in any trouble. Right? No, that's what I wrote here. I said, also, Marty has nothing to do right. except yell back at Doc. Right. Yeah. The about the smoke that he can right. already he see. He can see because it's color-coded. Uh, but I guess, you know, it's warning you on the, uh, the jolts or whatever, but still, yeah. like, um, which, by the way, is, is another thing of, like, him, them holding on to the train as, as well as they do <laughs> while it's going that fast. Oh, actually. Um, but... Yeah, there, there's definitely some some like um, they use the same formula of like having the very frequent cuts, which is very yeah. effective. But when you right. take that it's all away, long. you're like, it's also just a yeah. I, I, I would have <laughs> almost, um, I guess I can kind of, if you're done with that qualm, Corey, I can kind of merge it into mine, which is kind of like I I would have loved a bigger and grander finale for mm. since it was also the finale of the trilogy. Like I wanted. But because you can make the argument both ways, like his interaction with Biff at the end is like almost perfect. Right. But 
in a sense, I almost kind of wish like maybe this is just how I, the action movies I'm desensitized now, but like I wanted them to have like some like Biff and Marty have some fight at the top of the clock tower while it's still under construction. You know? Yeah. That sounds <laughs> like, like your action like, movie bullshit, but <laughs> yeah, but like, or, or just something to like a slightly grander scale, but that's, just, be, that's just my that, modern movie. Yeah. Voice. I was going to say like Kill that him? would have destroyed all of Marty's development, but also I get what you mean because yeah, yeah it's, it's just something not, a bit more bombastic, something a bit more it, to cheer for I than think, I would have. And I, I can merge liked. mine into this because my biggest qualm, was that Clara became useless? She, she got trained. That two minutes. It, that I was don't mean to sound. Out. I can build mine into that as well when yeah. you're done. Well, so so what bothered me so much is like, yeah, that whole thing was stretched out of like the tension that we're supposed to be experiencing about like everything has to be perfect to get them all back. But what we ended up dealing with was like, oh no, I got on a horse. And got off, I got off a train, got on a horse, followed a train, jumped off of a horse onto a train, almost got jettisoned off of the train, somehow climbed all the way forward so that I could call and yell and pull the horn. And the second I have to like go where there's still kind of solid footing, but it's the front half of the train, not the back half of the train. And there's actually railing that I can hold on to. I'm scared. Yeah. Where the... Um, Fuck did that come from? <laughs> like, I'll be... I'm sorry. I lived, that just killed it for me. Yeah. And I was like, it why not have her be involved in the like trying Making to help it make it work? And then there's some hijinks where she ends up helping uh rather than just like all of a sudden I'm falling I'll off tell and you why. oh no, my dress might rip. I'll tell you why. Do it. It, and I blame this on the writers. Clara is not a very good character. Uh, she is always needing to be helped damsel from the distress. first minute we meet her. Yep. She's yeah. a damsel in distress. And while she's, you know, book smart and uh, lovely. With, with lovely, it's a continual needing help from the beginning at the dance scene, at the end of the film. It's She's there to have Doc have moments. Uh, yeah. And my, my issue isn't with the character or the actress because I think she played no, it wonderfully. No, no. But my, my issues with the, the writing of her, I don't think in. they. Yeah. I think they were like, well, we just need some sort of conflict for Doc. Let's make someone who's the moment needs his help constantly. Between where she's a strong character, that's what I like about her. And then there's like, oh no, I'm I'm a help. I'm well, the thing is, like, yeah, nowhere. I would argue that she's an intelligent character, but she's not a strong one, and that's my that's my big qualm. Yeah. Is that she can't really do anything on her own. Yeah. She's not that like Lorraine. Definitely bothered me. Lorraine and has it, a little yeah. bit more agency where yes. like yes. the times that you have conflict with uh, Clara is with Mad Dog Tannen. But what happens? He biffs it up and just takes her away. There's no kicking of the shin. There's no back off your I thought she bow. did kick him. It's probably, I think she like jumps on top of him and then like yeah, knocks but her like it's, to the it's so that yeah. – Doc and have that get your hands off her and then Marty yeah. fucking chucks the thing because he's about to shoot yeah. Doc and so yeah. nothing happens um, which is that's my biggest qualm of the film I wish they had written her not I mean not like Lorraine but more in the sense of like stronger she, she can stand out and hold her own against what Doc and Marty are doing and I would have loved to have more scenes of maybe her impressing them with yes. things yeah that's that's um, what I wanted that was and I think I they think try that with a telescope perfect. like oh look she's smart she has a telescope uh, but it would have been cool if, like, what if she had modded her own telescope? What if she had modified it? Like, oh, the picture wasn't clear enough. 
So I put this in it and, you know, she comes to doc for, for, you know, if she could yeah, provide like counsel on that, some but tech or something. You, that they could have, they, in a way they could have, I'm just adding to like a more of like a, a rewrite. They could have had it where like they're scouting like the, the, the bridge and they're like, we'll have to get closer. But she comes along and then Marty mm-hmm. has to do the like doc thing. Like, what the fuck is she here? And doc's like, I don't know, but also I'm not mad about it. And then having the <laughs> modded telescope thing where it's like, well, I could see it from here. It's like, blah, blah, blah. So what are you guys doing this for? Uh, uh, weather experiment. Science experiment. Weather, weather experiment. experiment. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Or maybe she gave him the idea, like she says something that gives him the idea for the modified logs or something like that. Anyway, Mm -hmm. I just, I think they set her up. There's a lot of hints that she could be that type of character, but I think the writing fell short and she just kind of got put into this damsel in distress moment. Unless Josh. She's better than that. Like the hanging from the train with the dress. So much better. Yeah. Like, all the moments leading up to that, she was scenes? so great. She was yeah. this badass riding in on a horse that just got off a train and like made up her mind about what she wants. Like yeah. just so many of these, like, I could be such yeah. a strong woman. And then yeah. she just is Jumping like from a horse to a train right there is enough to where it's like you're moving not, my yeah. hand. But like from the first moment we meet her yours. where she's heading for the same ravine that she's about to fall right. in the end. Pulling yeah. back, yeah. Josh, is there or is that any more qualms from Caitlin or Josh? Nah, that's my main one. I was going to say, Josh, no, is there I'm any not. deleted scenes of Clara being like doing this fucking ninja shit? Oh, I, have, or something? I have no Disappearing. idea. I just knew of that one. <laughs> um, no, you guys. Josh is like, well, when I was there on set during filming. Um, <laughs> um actually. Um, <laughs> um, um, actually. Uh, uh, so, wait, Josh, you have I don't. I, my qualms were already said, so I'm not going to continue nice. the, uh, the thing. So. The badgering, because everyone no. hates this film, Josh. Okay. No. <laughs> um, so, we'll move on. It's a discussion. To the- <laughs> the last part, uh, which is going to be the rating of the film. Now, who who goes first? Uh, Tom, with no votes, goes first. Tom, yeah. I'm the one Mark with the, the no votes. Time to shine. You're the boy who votes. Um, 4.9. 4.9 for Tom. Okay. It's not It's not the first one. It's a great yeah. conclusion. Um, and it has its own faults. So it's equal to two in your eyes. Yeah. All right. Sequel two. Uh, because that means both of be them are not as good as the first one. And that's, that's where I w- want to leave it. I hesitate on this score because I enjoy it so much. You can say 5.1. It's okay. Or <laughs> mm. 0.7. I feel like there's okay. a lot that could have been... Um. There's some uncomfortable stuff in it. There's mm-hmm. there's a lot that could have been tweaked to make it stronger, to give it more oomph. Um, it it doesn't hold the same. I feel like one was like just perfect. Two was like that was really fucking good. Three is like this was entertaining, but it I'm wasn't happy like, how it ended. But I'm happy how it ended, but it's not as slick. So I, I got a four point seven. Josh, you got a. <laughs> I'm sorry. You've got to knock point three or point. So yeah. I just think it's funny. It's, it's just it's a um, lot for me, you know, because I did. I really do like this one. Um, yeah, mine's gonna be a four point eight. Mm. Um, oh, I really really like this movie. Um, J- I gave it a are... higher score than you did. <laughs> wow. Point. Sorry. No. <laughs> by point one. He doesn't have a point. Oh, okay. got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. I have a um, point one. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say he does have point one. That's pretty much it. That's um, the point that he has. Yes. The 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 gimmick of the uh, of what 
the the qualm that was explained of like um Leah Thompson still being the mom or Marty like that to me has always been like I love this movie but that has always been that like there's a like there's like a scratch right there you know <laughs> you know like yeah. when you look at something that you're like oh man that is so pretty no, it, it's more like it chip it's more like on a, the side. Like, it's more like a smudge <laughs> on your TV screen that you're like, oh, it's just, oh, it's in there. And the, the directors <laughs> are just like that car mechanic from Liar Liar. He's like, oh, I was here when I got here. <laughs> you, is that liar. a dead pixel? No. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. Continue, it's, it's the only thing that like I, it really just every time I'm like in the second one where you have Michael J. Fox uh, playing all these different characters, I can get on that because it's in the future. He's the dad. He's blah, 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 blah. It's like, okay, I can understand that. But now we're pre that. We're pre Marty. It's, it's not, it's not, it's not <laughs> imagining it's retconning. <laughs> yeah. Um, so that's, I mean, that's really the only thing that, and I, and I hear the thing about the, the train sequence too, where it's not so pizzazzy. So that that's, that's where I knock it. Uh, they're pretty, mm-hmm. those were my qualms like directly. So now I just gotcha. get to say them in my rating. <laughs> there you are. Ali, what you got? Uh, mine's 4.9 also. And, uh, for exactly, exactly what Josh said, it's, it's just, just that very end that, um, that kind of throws it off for me. Kaylin, you done fucked Um, up. The funny thing is when we first started this episode, I was thinking 4.9 and then I wrote right before we started recording, I wrote 4.8. Oh, and I thought for sure I was going to be the grump. So did I. (laughs) Was I right? I was like, you you were right. You said Kaylin. Uh, Nerd on Nation, you lose. <laughs> Read my facts. Get it right? You are fired. <laughs> Nobody got it right. Nobody guessed oh, Kaylin. Yeah. And, and no, I guess. So. Oh yeah. Year three anniversary, the last Boo. movie of <laughs> wow. the anniversary for wow. year three. Way to bring this us down, Kaylin. This is a grump. Wow, Kaylin. Wow. Wow. There you for the movie it. that you everyone would expect me to not be the grump yeah. on because there's like Wild West Once and again, steampunk. The grump is a 4.7, which is higher than most <laughs> films on Rotten it's Tomatoes. True. So true, 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 true. Uh, you still gave it a higher score than the audience did. Yeah, this is a 92% technically. Or wow. 94% for you. Yeah. 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 I still so, love it. Man. A lot. <laughs> Thank you guys for joining us for our three-year anniversary. Super yeah. exciting. Yeah, um, it kinda, what was it your kinda, favorite ones? What did you like? How how weird was your childhood when you realized Lorraine was the mom? <laughs> yeah, that was. A thing. How much did it damage you inside? Yeah, um, did you wear a, a Lorraine shirt, or how because much did it I make do. you grow inside? No, um, and in your pants, in your pants. There it is. <laughs> hey. I had to try to. Of course. Uh, but no, thank you guys for thank you guys for joining our third year anniversary. We do this trilogy thing every year. Um, if you've missed our last couple of years. You can go back and check those out as well. We did uh, the Christopher Nolan uh, Batman trilogy last year, and we did the Lord of the Rings trilogy the year before. Mm-hmm. And, and um, also, if if you know people who haven't watched this trilogy yet, get them on that. Get baby. them to watch it. It's your civic it's 35th anniversary. Kindly. Go Next to what happens in November, this is your only duty as an American citizen. Wow. Yeah. And also wow. across the world as your duty as a human pressure. being. <laughs> um. I mean, real quick, uh, with this anniversary event, uh, if you didn't get a chance to see see it, uh, go on to our Twitch um, and check out. We we watched the the whole trilogy, uh, and actually, just to kind of let you know, we usually every year the crew we all get together and we just sit and watch. And yes, we did it with the Lord of the Rings um, extended edition. Extended edition. Don't tell me that you can't watch a we three were, hour movie. We extended. were there for a while. Um, so. Uh, go go watch that. And also, the, the festivities are not done. 
oh, in no. a couple of days, the Capeless Crusaders will be, um, they'll be doing an episode on Back to the Future comic books. So that'll oh, be yeah. fun. Yeah. Um, so yeah, this has been our three episode mega marathon event for our three year anniversary. It has been a blasty blast. Fun. Yes. yes. A lot of fun. It's, it's um, honestly hard to believe that we've been doing this for three years now. Yep. Mm-hmm. And like seeing the growth that's happened in that time and like the discussions that have happened, the the ways that we've branched out and up and all those different things. It's just it's answering the cool. universal questions of yeah. why and then the next one is of women. We've uh we've all <laughs> uh I'm incredibly I I've said this to the crew and I'm gonna make it uh, public. I'm incredibly grateful for our team. Uh, I've learned nice. a lot about myself. Um, I've grown a lot. Uh, we have amazing okay, listeners and fans. Uh, everybody's been so supportive. Anytime that life has come up where we've had to shift some things that we've said that we're going to do but have had to change, everybody has always been so supportive. Um, if only we had a DeLorean to go back and, 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 and when we had to shift things, not shift them. Yeah. Uh, but it is what it is. Um, we don't have one yet. yet so yet. yet. But Thank- if you join the Nerd on Nation, you can help us afford a DeLorean <laughs> time machine. Yeah. Um, but thank you so much for joining us for this journey. Thank you for continuing to listen or watch if you're on YouTube. Uh, Hi. The, the business of this is, if you are new to Nerd on, thank you so much for joining us for this episode. Do check out the other two where we talk about part one and part two of Back to the Future. Um, all of our episodes are available on any podcast platform that you can Amy. think of anywhere, everywhere. Uh, we mm-hmm. are on YouTube. All of our episodes go to video format. Uh, and so check that out. Uh, shout out video to Julie. She edits all the yeah. uh, episodes. And also to be extra clear, in case there's any new listeners, we have two YouTube channels. One is Slash Nerd on the Podcast, which is for the podcast. And the other one is Nerd on TV, which is for all of our gaming video content. So definitely check us out on both channels. Yes. Yay. Lots um, of good stuff. A really easy thing to remember if you're like, oh, what, what are they talking about? Go to nerdon.tv. It has all of the links for everything that we do. Uh, it's a very, just right there. All of them are there. So check that out. Uh, do consider joining the Nerdon Nation like we have uh, mentioned. Uh, it does allow us to grow. It does help us to, a lot of how we've gotten together and been able to continue doing this content via the, in the quarantine is a lot of assistance from our listeners and fans. They have helped us. And that's one of the reasons why we do this. It's fun and we get to make content for you. It's a good yeah. time. Mostly we just like to hear ourselves people. talk. Yeah. Nope. I love hearing myself speak. <laughs> Monitoring nope. Max Not really. Um, stop by, rate and review us. Share us with your friends, your family. Enemies. Be kind to if each other. you didn't other. like us, share us with your enemies. Yeah. That Love is it. That is it. <laughs> Thank you so much. We love you. You know the Here's drill. Here's to year four. Year yeah. four. Let's get in it. Tell us we're doing the Sharknado trilogy. Let's get, Let's get in we year better. four. Right now. We already know what we're doing next year. I know. You know the drill. As always. Nerd on. Broadcast.